0: Barden is my favorite beard oil company, B-A-A-R-D-E-N. Toronto Beard Oil Company, Beard Wash Company, Beard Balm, all your beard care needs. Uh, Visit www.baarden.com and use promo code KNOCKOUT at checkout for 20% off your order. Knockout Ginger episode 44 with Future Machines. Uh, thanks for listening. Email me at knockoutginger at gmail.com. F all the haters. So, this will get posted on Tuesday. Will the music that you're releasing be out by then?
1: Yeah, or? it's coming out on Friday. New Year's release. Yay. New Year's mm-hmm. Day.
0: Is it a song or a record or what's the...
1: It's uh, an EP. Four, four songs. Nice. Okay, Four songs. Sweet. Yeah, okay. well, my Zoom recorder is rolling, so...
0: And my voice memo is rolling sweet yeah. it's all hopefully we don't need it yeah where are the questions the questions let's go <laughs> all right
1: <laughs> all right
0: <laughs>
1: um <laughs> how's everybody doing great <laughs> living
2: <it. laughs> yeah, you're, you're living with your parents
1: Aren't we all right now?
2: Kind of, yeah. (laughs) Yep.
0: It's uh, I mean, having sports back on is half the battle for me. (laughs) Is hockey back? Well, World Juniors is on. Oh right, yeah, yeah. And then once that's done, the women's thing starts, and then NHL starts. That's it. We're ready to go. Is it with the
3: Canadian League?
0: Right? Is that happening? Yeah. So the Canadian teams aren't leaving Canada.
2: Wait, in in what? In hockey. In the NHL? Yeah. How's they're just like every every game is like a home game or a Canadian game?
0: Well they just realign the divisions. So like all the Canadian teams are in the same division and then there's no inter there's no playing outside your division no way wild it's gonna be a war yeah they're gonna just like they play each other like 10 times each right that's gonna be fun i bet yeah you
2: know i don't i'm not like a hockey guy or anything but that sounds cool canadian teams all playing canadian
0: teams yeah i think so yeah
3: i mean i usually watch when edmonton's playing so
0: great right (laughs) (laughs) Or Winnipeg. Um, I don't know how to do this, because this is my first time, so maybe we'll cut this out and I'll put it at the beginning, but I have a podcast sponsor.
1: Oh my god, amazing.
0: Beard oil and beard wash? This, this is a Toronto company called Barden, B-A-A-R-D-E-N. Bad. And they help keep my beard lovely. Nice. All right. Um, right on. There's a discount code that you can use called knockout at the checkout. And I think it's 20% off. But this feels like a not good ad read. So I'm just going to overdub one at the beginning in post. <laughs> you
2: know what? Bad, bad ad reads are my favorite part of podcasts. Or like, <laughs> totally. Kind of like... Intentionally bad or unintentionally bad or intentionally funny or like not super serious ad reads are great. Yeah. I, uh,
3: I'm Norm this, the tour. yeah,
2: it's, yeah it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I don't know what the idea is here because I can probably count on one hand the people that listen to this podcast with beards. <laughs> <laughs> try it out yeah mark godfrey oh yeah I mark's, think it's coming mark's beard is serious yeah he's got a big big beard i think it's off really <clears throat> he told we did a podcast a couple weeks ago and he said uh we were talking about rescheduling and then he said no let's just do it this week because i want to do it so we both have beards no way in the video so i i kind of just ignored it <laughs> but maybe it's gone. I don't know. Right on. Um,
1: the SD card in my Zoom recorder is full. All
0: right. No, it's totally cool. Don't okay. worry about it. We can. <laughs> can do a Where are you guys? So Chris is in Edmonton. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm in Grand Bend, Grand Bend, Ontario, on the shores of Lake Huron.
0: And I'm in Toronto in my apartment.
1: Where are you, Mike?
0: Nice. I'm in Burlington. Yep. (laughs) What were you guys doing for New Year's? Oh, sorry. What were you going to say?
3: I was just asking how Toronto is.
0: Haven't been there in months. It's cool. It's
2: It's about the same. I don't know. It's like, how's Toronto it's like every other city in that if I were in another city, I'd also just be inside. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. A lot of like, watching Lord of the Rings and stuff. Um. <laughs> like that's like a, that's like a Christmas movie now, Lord of the Rings. Um, <clears throat> And, uh, but it's, it's cool. I don't know. I don't really like go out much right now. So
1: nowhere to go, I, I guess.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like my apartment's great. It's cool here, <clears throat> but uh that's about it.
1: We, uh... We, yeah, we want oh Oh, sorry. Go for it. Okay. We go to the beach every day, so that's something. I like that.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: The beach in fall and winter is pretty cool. There's nobody there, and sometimes there's ice, and sometimes you find dead animals, which is pretty interesting.
2: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That, that big pier that you guys will like walk out on. Yeah. Or like sometimes it looks like water is like breaking over that pier. That looks really sweet.
1: Yeah. the pier. Yeah, awesome. it's, yeah. It's great. Lake Huron's. It's pretty awesome. It's huge. And uh, yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's good. It's good to go to the beach.
0: Nice. Is it covered in Maybe snow? Polar dipping?
1: Uh, I saw someone paddle boarding yesterday, which is, is like a surfboard you stand on. I mean, you Probably know what a paddleboard is but it's uh with a paddle and it's like they're wearing a wetsuit because it was like the water is probably super cold i don't know it was pretty funny to see <laughs> crazy people out there
3: <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard Paddleboarding.
1: what were you gonna say chris
3: oh i was gonna say and I watched Lord of the Rings over the pandemic.
2: And extended? It, uh, extended? Oh, not extended.
3: It a wise really choice. It. <laughs> like, now that we can just binge watch shows so easily, it felt like we finished it in like a day. Yeah. The trilogy or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It used to be like the pinnacle of like, oh, I'm going in, I'm going to watch all Lord of the Rings and like, it'd be this huge thing. And it was like, oh, okay. what kind of like, Short. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, except for all like the, you know, trivialities at the end of *Return of the (laughs) King*. Yeah.
2: So, Sophie and I did all the extended ones over like several days. Yeah. And it's a it's a slog, man. It it really like, when they get back to Sam and Frodo, you're like, oh shit, oh man, (laughs) so much hasn't happened yet, and like you know 50 percent of what's about to happen is like kind of boring yeah, yeah right it. like all
3: the white man king politics shit really sucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i kind of forget it's like oh i oh, i forgot about that character because he's so boring yeah yeah it's really yeah, wh- but the- i think
0: i've i've maybe seen the first one i think oh yeah i'm not sure
3: The first one holds up for me. That one was, like, still really exciting. Yeah. For me, it has the best fight scene as well. Like, the the one at the end with Aragorn and that tough guy. That big guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that one's sweet. That's a fun one.
3: Yeah. That still feels, like, that still feels fresh to me, that that whole movie.
2: Yeah.
0: When
1: I was, uh... When I was, a, I had that one on VHS when I was a kid and I watched it almost every day after school for a while. I probably watched it like 35 times.
3: <laughs> well, it was like such a huge thing too, like, cause that was like the first, one of the first movies where I'd read the book and the movie was like my imagination of the book.
2: Right. Mm.
3: Technical ability to create it was like so on par that I was like losing my mind. <laughs> um Because everyone's always like, "Oh, the book's better," and not that the movie was better, but it was just like, "Holy shit, that's pretty close." Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. For me, it was. I wasn't like a huge book.
0: That's our first, uh, first segment of movie time (laughs) on the. (laughs) All right. back to you guys (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) what flavor of bubbly are you drinking blackberry how is it
0: I think they all taste the same Uh, it's the smells that change for me (laughs) they definitely smell different but I'm not sure if they taste different but I'm not sure about that. What do you guys think?
1: I couldn't tell you.
0: I've no, only had I've only bubbly?
1: had one one kind.
2: Yeah, I'm not much of a uh, bubbly man. I'm a uh, it's like water. Since March, it's been water only until about 3 p.m., and then it's just nothing but beer. We started drinking a bit more wine recently. It's been really nice. Um and like feels healthier. It's not, but it feels that way. Um but it's been it's been, you know, that's like I I'm not I'm I if I'm going to if I'm just going to like drink garbage, it's going to be beer and booze is.
1: Uh, what was in that 20, cup? Me? Yeah
2: it's uh avling brewery oh you put okay
1: you poured your beer into a cup
2: yeah 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 Yeah. i mean i'm gonna i'm at least gonna uh maintain some sort of facade of decorum around my constant beer drinking and pour it into a glass nice yeah So like how's how's Christmas? You guys celebrate Christmas?
1: Not, we didn't do, we didn't really do anything. We yeah, like we're Brittany's parents live around the corner, but we didn't do anything with them. We're still mm-hmm. kind of like maintaining social distance to a degree. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, not not so much.
2: Right. So is it just like you you and Brittany sort of in your own? kind of like bubbly unit.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we have this right
1: apartment on. here above the store and we don't really leave ever. <laughs> right. Except to go to the beach.
2: Yeah, nice. You've got like you've you've got studio stuff set up there. You and Brittany both have your studios set up there.
1: Uh yeah, we're working on it. The room I'm sitting in is like kind of our studio space. We have our like our computers and got a little corner with all the music stuff, drum kit and amps and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, uh, yeah, I want to like kind of get it set up so I can record stuff, but it's not really quite there yet.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When did you guys record this EP that's coming out?
1: We recorded it in 2017, actually. And uh, Mac wasn't in the band then, so... (laughs) It's old. It's old stuff that hasn't, you know, I shouldn't say it's old, but it is kind of. It's th- it took a few years to get it out, so. Well,
3: it's funny, too, because it. I remember even that day we recorded it so quickly. Yeah. I guess Lorenzo had to, like, get, like catch the train or something. <laughs> I
1: think that was, yeah, I think so, yeah.
3: Yeah, so I remember just kind of rushing through it, but it sounds rad. I don't know. <laughs> it was kind of such a... Like a quick thing and we've had we have such a relationship with those songs now mm-hmm. totally um, kind of defined by that session um that's it i'm really i'm still like funny how it's like a brief moment in
1: time like that cool. yeah to like
0: are you doing physical anything or is it just digital
1: uh digital for now there's i don't know i'm thinking possibility of doing some tapes at some point but for now just digital uh people you know i don't know it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to move units so especially now that there's no shows so i figured i don't see the point right <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to put it frankly
0: but how are you going to get jazz reviews
1: i don't think they w- i don't think those people want to have anything to do with it
3: <laughs> <laughs> the future she play on jazz fm though
1: yeah you yeah that's, right. yeah, that's you because of you though <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm sure they loved it <laughs> I maybe who knows
0: what's jazz f m um I think <laughs> I don't know hopefully a lot of things go away. some things go away through this whole learning how to do music over a pandemic and I think that hopefully maybe now is the time to get rid of that like CD thing Mm. where you just buy boxes and boxes of CDs and mail them around and then they just sit on someone's shelf or get thrown away yeah but I'm not like I, I don't know I'm also not in that game of trying to I don't know what that's like maybe it's a very I don't know if you play that game properly maybe it's a great thing but i don't don't really who knows it's
1: i don't yeah i think also it kind of depends on what uh world you exist in a little bit because like okay maybe if you put out a jazz record maybe you still have to do that and mail out cds but um like when i when we put out the first future machines ep i you know I, i i actually i spent a bunch of time sending stuff out for press and got a little bit of response and nobody nobody wanted physical anything in at least in terms of the types of places that would be interested in writing about this kind of music so it, it didn't really seem like an obstacle to not have CDs or tapes or anything but ma- yeah maybe if yeah maybe if you you know put out a jazz record you still have to do that i don't i don't know i haven't made a jazz record in a long time <laughs> <laughs>
0: <clears throat> yeah i don't i don't know
3: I, I know tara didn't print any CDs for her last album i was very happy that she didn't <laughs>
0: yeah
3: also because she like doesn't really like selling merch or like she always kind of forgets her merch mm. um, so it's like it was just like an added bonus to just be like oh i don't have anything to bring so that's great
2: <laughs> i remember i i, I had some CDs that I brought to a gig that I played at burdock like a bunch of years ago and then uh, forgot them there and picked them up a year and a half later. <laughs> <laughs> and it was more like, it wasn't like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta grab my CD. Like I was there, I was at burdock many times between <laughs> all of that. It was more like I, I came in to play a gig, like at some point and somebody was like oh you're mac long we've got a fucking box of your cds back here it's like oh great i'll take them back i guess and put them in my basement again
3: <laughs>
1: you're that fucker yeah <laughs> <You're> shit <laughs> you were you you were hoping they threw them out i'm sure
2: yeah, or use them as coasters or something. I don't yeah, know. It's
3: not like when you leave a patch cord or like a keyboard stand there and they're like, great. Now we can just throw this in a <laughs> box of cables. It's like...
1: <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs> they're selling it at other people's, on other people's merch
0: tables, at shows.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: One.
0: Were you guys... So how long has this been ready to be released?
1: Uh, I mixed it, I, you know, I, when it's only been ready for a few months, actually, I, like it sat unmixed for two and a half years. And then when the pandemic hit, I took the opportunity of having time to mix it. Uh, cause prior to that, like I, I did, I didn't before, I would have gotten someone else, probably my brother, who recorded it to mix it. Uh, but when the pandemic happened, I thought maybe I'll have a go at this. And by that time, I had mixed a few live recordings, and I enjoyed doing that stuff. So I thought, yeah. So anyways, uh, it's actually, yeah, it's we recorded it in 2017, but it's only been ready to release since a few months ago.
0: I'm trying to figure out, how this all works now. Like it's weird to put stuff out and not have like a, a show to like mark its release or something. Like it's a weird thing. Like there's no, when you're not printing copies of something and you're not doing a show, like what, what do you how does this even work? Like, I, 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 you just share it on social media and then now it's out there. It's like a weird thing. Like, I'm really, I'm taking my time with my next thing because I just simply don't know what to do. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I, I get that. I, uh, and I definitely thought about that. Like, I had kind of, I was, kind of getting into the idea of releasing it like last year. And then, um, when the pandemic happened, I thought, Oh shit, do I have to wait until this thing's done to release it? And then I got sick of waiting. (laughs) So I, uh, so yeah, just kind of decided to do it. Waiting seemed like, uh, it was not going to be worth it, I suppose. we can always have a release show later, you know? Yeah. <clears throat>
3: I think things release now too. Well, I don't know how other people feel. I just feel like I have time to listen to things. Um, I don't feel like I have to listen to it. I don't feel like, it feels weird. I feel like a bit more free with um, what I have to and don't have to listen to. And I've been choosing to check out more things when they're released. Um, I don't know why. I feel less pressure right now. And so I'm actually enjoying the music that I check out.
0: I also feel like...
2: I feel like like there's a thing of like... um, If something's been released during the pandemic, in my mind, I don't know why, but it feels like... There's, I feel like there's been a lot that's been released during the pandemic and maybe it's stuff that started before everything and kind of finished up afterwards or people who just like created things during this, you know, built in downtime. But I feel like there's like a, I've, I feel like I'm listening to a lot of new music now too, and, and listening to it through a very different lens. I, I think of, I think of like all the obstacles people had to go through to, like, create that music if it was, like, a band setting, particularly if it's, like, an improvised record. It's like, oh, great. Well, there, you know, there must have been a lot of planning that went into this extra planning, you know, in terms of, like, safety. Or even just, like, people putting out things that maybe didn't require everyone to be together, but people just putting things out. And I, you see it, and I think, like, wow, yeah, everyone's really, people are really feeling the itch to create and to, to do things right now. I think that's been really nice and kind of like it's felt really kind of beautiful to see a lot of different people putting a lot of different things out and just be like, yeah, we can't play right now. We can't do the things we normally do. So feel like a lot of people's way of coping with it is to just release things, Mm -hmm. like make things. Yeah.
1: I wonder too, Mm -hmm. if there's an element of like, uh, I don't know if regret is the right word, but it's like, Shit! Why didn't I do that while I could, and now I can't? So Hmm. I guess that you know maybe that causes some kind of uh, pressure to like, put you know, not let things get in your way or something. It's like I it would have been so easy to make this record before, and now I don't know when I'm going to get to make it, so I better make it anyways or something.
3: Yeah, fair mm-hmm did you feel
0: that me record
1: well I mean that like I guess in the sense that I didn't I decided not to wait till after this pandemic was over to put the thing out but like we you know we made it before so and to be honest I haven't made a lot of music in the past what has it been nine or ten months
3: right Mm-hmm. I it think too it's like I'm not sure if you, maybe you mentioned this to me or Tara Matt but I'm just like um it's just a great way to move on to the next idea you're kind of freeing to release it and just be like it's done it is you know um, it's like you're celebrating it but you're also you're able to kind of let go of something and you know keep working in a way yeah oh, if Ending thing it's it's really hard to kind of uh create new things sometimes for me
1: i i definitely yeah i definitely felt that and i think i remember saying that to, to you guys that yeah it was like this thing was hanging over my head yeah. <laughs> uh so time to put it in the world and do something else
0: <laughs> well, what's next well what's something else you never know what's next i don't know but i do I feel like the
3: live sound we have is really different now. Well, it's not different. It's just, it would be nice to kind of capture some of those improvisations. Yeah. I feel like we do talk them like in sort of some of the post stuff we did with this record. Um, at least there's a lot of sounds on it I really love. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I would want to have if I was trying to do something live. Um, I don't feel like it's removed from improvising for our live element when we do something post. Um, But it would be kind of, not to do a live record, but just to have a longer improvising vocabulary be part of this whole thing.
1: Yeah, both the EPs are like a bit uh, abbreviated in that regard, like we didn't, and I think I I wanted to make a point of that when I did them, because we have a habit of stretching out so much live which i love but i thought for i thought it'd be nice for recording to like try to i like recordings that are compact you know so i kind of wanted to try to do that but now that we've done that a couple times yeah for sure i i kind of agree i'd love to do a record where we let let it breathe a little more in the performance yeah and uh I mean, I don't know if you'd call it a, you know, you don't have to necessarily call it a live record, but in that, when you, if we did something like that, you could maybe introduce a video element or something too, because I don't know, I, I work in video a lot of like the rest of the time and it, and it's, it'd be really fun to make, you know, to, to capture all that stuff while we're doing it, you know, cause it, it, it is music that thrives in, in a live environment. So,
0: mm. When was the last time you guys played? Oh,
1: boy. That's a good question. It wasn't the Guelph show, was it? It might have been.
2: The the Guelph Jazz Festival or the house show in Guelph?
1: Oh <laughs> Which one came <laughs> first? I can't remember. Oh, shit. I think, the, I I think the, the Jazz Festival came after. I think that was probably yeah. the last time we played.
2: Yeah, I think so. That was cool. That was like, uh, you know, we're, we're, we've been so used to playing like 45 minute sets maximum. (laughs) And then wasn't that one supposed to be like an hour and 15 or an hour and a half or something like that. (laughs) And it was like, wow, we got to really stretch out on everything. It was super cool.
0: Yeah.
1: I think maybe, was it 90 minutes? It might've been, oh my God.
2: It was pretty intense. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: Damn. But yeah, yeah, so that Mike that would have been last September. So well yeah. over a year Damn. ago.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> How about that?
1: How about that?
0: You've seen you see?
3: Right? Mike? Huh? You've seen us play like a few times.
0: Yeah, I think. I would say most of the times that you played in Toronto, I've, I've seen their show, like definitely more than a few times, I'd say, but I don't know, like
3: What was your favorite? I'm
0: trying to think uh, What's the place on Blur. That's not Burdock. Duffy's. Duffy's. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I think probably the Duffy show because of how, like, loud and rock show it was sort of like. Hmm. I definitely remember how loud that show was. All of the bands were loud.
2: Yeah. Wow. yeah did you? Did you happen to come to the one that we did at Sneaky D's when we were on on a bill with like eight other oh my metal God. bands?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: And everyone, it was like a Tuesday night, and it was like a classic. Eight bands on a fucking Tuesday night at Sneaky D's, and everyone brought their own, like nine-piece drum kits, yeah. and everyone brought their own Marshall stacks. It was wild.
3: The gig Johnny mean. <laughs>
1: it was. It, <laughs> it really was. was. Yeah. I borrowed them. man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't seen a show at Sneaky D's probably since I was in high school. Oh man. Like I haven't been upstairs in, in years. Like I guess you never will again. Oh god, yeah. Oh right. really? Yeah. Is it official?
2: Oh. Is it officially done or are they Last I heard, but I'm probably well behind. Last I heard, like it was still kind of not confirmed. Has it been confirmed?
0: Yeah, I don't think so.
2: It has? It it has. Matt?
1: Oh, no, I I was going to say, I think when when that news came out, it was a bit of a rumor. Nothing was really...
0: That's what I thought, too, yeah. Yeah. I'm on on the Google right now, trying to see.
2: The loudest show I've ever seen was at Sneaky D's, and it was the Dirty Projectors at Sneaky D's. Oh, wow. And... Yeah, and it's the loudest show I've ever seen. It was like, we were standing, I was with a pal and we were standing behind, we were like 10 people back from the stage or whatever. And I remember like being, like not wanting to hold my ears. But, and I think of of myself as someone who can tolerate loud very well. And I was like getting to that point where I felt like I had to put my hands over my ears, but I just couldn't do it. So what I would do is like, Every five minutes, I would duck down as if to tie my shoe, but it was just to, like, get the person in front of me to act as a baffle, so, <laughs> to, like, give my ears, like, just the slightest rest Human for, like, a second. And people around me must have been like, this guy is fucking tying his shoe every ten minutes. <laughs> They're That's called great. slip-ons. <laughs> Sneaky D's in Toronto won't be closing after all. Hey. Hey.
1: Nice.
2: That's terrific.
0: Yeah. Heard it here first. It's great. I love it. uh this was posted three months ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so who knows after all.
0: Yeah. Cut to uh cut to April
2: twenty twenty one and it's like a beautiful new condo building with like the sneaky D's facade Hilt, still
3: Built
1: into it.
2: Yeah,
3: my favorite sneaky D's moment is I went to karaoke once. Uh, They do karaoke there. uh, Yeah, they do. And it's main
2: floor or upstairs.
3: Upstairs. These two, these two really drunk girls went up and they, they called the song. They called the Ocean by Led Zeppelin, and they like clearly didn't know it. They weren't like Led Zeppelin fans, and they just fucking just read the lyrics (laughs) (laughs) and just tried their best. (laughs) They are fucking trash. And then, like, <laughs> what happened? Oh, yeah. After, like, they gave up halfway. And one was, like, rolling on the ground, like, <laughs> to the mic. And then, like, the beauty's like, okay, you got to get out of here. And she just threw the mic on the <laughs>
2: ground. The
0: <laughs>
2: That's amazing. It was mm. awesome. mm what I don't like about playing at Sneaky D's, if you have to bring gear as a drummer, it's obviously you gotta take everything up that stupid giant staircase, but also they, they have really, unlike any venue in Toronto that I played at, they have really strict security outside, like to go in up to the upstairs. So the amount of times that I have like my arms full of drums and cymbals and just like everything, like I've got everything in my hands, and, you know, they're like, oh, can I see ID? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I, can I, I'm just playing upstairs. Like, clearly I'm playing. And they're like, yeah, but we got to see your ID. I'm like, okay, and I have to, like, take every, <laughs> drop everything and, like, root around in my coat to grab my ID. And then, like, if you do multiple trips, even though they've seen you before, they have to check your ID every time you go back in. It's like if you're still lugging gear up those stairs, they still ask for your ID. Anyway. But I'm really glad it's not a condo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For now, I ordered. Um, I guess like right before I came back to Burlington, and when, whenever like November or something, I I ordered some takeout, and it was delightful. Totally forgot how good it was. I just got beef tacos.
3: Yo, their breakfast is really good. Yeah, breakfast was awesome. I was there recently, and it was shocked and really cheap. Yeah, I have a question to change the subject. I'm just curious what music people are checking out right now.
0: It's a good question. Alexi's record? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's some insane shit. And it's so good. And it makes me so upset because it's so good. (laughs) And it's just a cycle of emotion. And um, I've listened to it very a lot of times. Mm.
3: I like it a lot. Yeah. You're not allowed
1: to say that, though.
0: But I <laughs> don't
3: say it. No, stuff I, I, I know, I know. Stuff, which I also like a lot. And, plug. and Tara's stuff, which I plug a lot. Um, but I, I think I was just mostly... Well, I don't know. Every I, I think I just didn't... that We recorded that record two years ago, and I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. The mix is just so amazing to me.
1: Yeah, no, it it sounds really, really beautiful. You are are right. I've
3: never heard, I always just think the piano is going to sound like whatever when I record piano on a record. This is one of the first records where not only is the piano like mixed in this way that I really love and it's really present, but it's also like they really dynamically moved it around and put after effects on it in certain places where it's like, It doesn't really feel like the thing I recorded. It feels like this bigger thing. Um, And so, yeah, like, I know I record on it, but I don't really feel, I feel like it's really Alexei's vision when I listen to it. Mm. It feels like this interesting transformation into something bigger. Um, I think that's why I feel okay saying I really love that record. (laughs) Where did you record it? I feel like I recorded on it in some ways. Where'd you do it? At Revolution. I think Bill mm. Hots mixed it. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really awesome, man. Everything's cool. Cool, man.
0: It beautiful. Is, and it's really, really good.
3: Um, what are other records y'all checking out?
1: Whenever people ask me this, I can't remember. I uh, know. Every
0: time. Oh, I checked out
2: that. I checked out that Deerhoof record.
0: Which one? I'm your
2: recommendation. The new one, the uh, love, love lore.
0: Oh, the cover,
1: the cover record. Yeah. yeah.
2: New one. That one is.
3: That's wild. It's actually one of my favorite Deerhoof records. Yeah. I listen to it more than any other one. Yeah, it's really great.
1: I haven't listened to it since the uh, since they like did a live stream premiere of it. So I gotta I gotta mm-hmm. dig into it. I haven't really given it the time yet cool
3: well it's yeah it's a strange one because there's so many covers on it it's like mm-hmm. three song's this massive medley of shit but the medley is so weird and yeah it's like oh maybe they're improvising or maybe this is just some fucking weird thing they came up with it's like a stockhausen piece in the middle or
2: yeah and it's funny how you feel for me my my the overall sensation was that i was like quite lost In some of the longer, some of the longer pieces, because it's what it's like five or five tunes, I think. But each, like you said, each song is like 19 covers, and um, I remember feeling like kind of overwhelmingly lost in one of them. (laughs) I think like I don't know where I am, and all of a sudden you hear like, you know, for instance, like a Bruce Springsteen hook. You're like, what the fuck? Where? (laughs) What are they? Have they been playing that this whole time, or is that, you know? um and it kind of it just kind of hits you like that through the whole record i found was like that it was like you know, the periods of just feeling like kind of confused <laughs> and then and then kind of being like dragged somewhere else by something vaguely familiar it's quite yeah. beautiful
1: You have any questions for the band
0: uh yeah how, uh how, uh how about these guys how, how about these masks huh (laughs)
1: um that uh i would um the the do you have any questions for the band that's a friendly rich dick he does that at every show he asks the audience (laughs) if they have any but he never lets them answer or never lets (laughs) them ask anything but anyways uh just before the pandemic as you know as the news of uh of it was starting to like start it was like the last show i played with him before the pandemic we were at the cameron house and there were all these people here people at the show they were uh they were from a, a mining conference that was happening in the yeah. city and
0: these people all stayed at the wrecks
1: oh crazy yeah so they they came to the show and like Rich was like really like he's gets he, he interacts with the crowd a lot. He was like sitting on one of their laps at one point. I think he drank one of their beers at one point or like did. I don't forget exactly what happened. But <laughs> and then it turns out this mining conference was like a covid spreading event. It was like one of the oh. super spreader events. And they were they had they were like all those people had just come to the show. But like we didn't oh, no. obviously we didn't know at the time. Oh my god. But like kind of a crazy thing to hear about afterwards. like rich i was talking to rich like a few months later and he's like yeah remember those people and it was like so such a yeah crazy
0: oh my god yeah so the miners were all staying the the rex hotel was full of miners and which was also like it was so funny because everyone kept referring to, to them as the, the miners so and i didn't know what was going on so i was like wait there's there's kids upstairs right Uh, but
1: (laughs) that's hilarious that we both interacted with those people
0: Um,
1: (laughs) like i didn't like talk to any of them or or really or like any anything like that but um they watched me play (laughs) wow
0: and also there was like a lot of them so like like several hotels in Toronto were full of these people like it wasn't just like they weren't only at the Rex.
1: Right, yeah, it was a big it was a big convention like at the whatever the like the Metro, whatever it's called, the actual like big convention center.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Wacky.
2: Also, I want to tell my in-laws to follow Blastro Birds on Insta.
1: Oh, yeah, nice. My
2: my uh niece is really into she's not quite two she'll be two in april and she's really into into animals and she really loves birds oh nice and when we were in new brunswick all together she was really into loons and there were loons on the lake oh cool and my 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 mother-in-law and father-in-law would always like take her to the window to look at the loons and they'd like do loon calls with her and everything and whenever she sees birds, she's pointing out birds. And I was uh-huh. looking at your Insta the other day, I was like, oh my God, wait, hold on. My parents-in-law should be following blastro birds and just sitting Eleanor down on their lap and like showing them your videos. Uh-huh. <laughs> because they're such great, so perfectly framed, beautiful shots of of excellent birds.
1: Oh, thank you. you
2: that, yeah, yeah, I love blastro birds. It's very calming.
1: Birds are cool. They're, uh, you know, it's winter now, so there aren't many birds left. There's still like down here in Grand Bend there's uh seagulls most days every day there's still yeah. seagulls and uh ducks and geese usually uh
2: but mm-hmm.
1: so it, but it's a bit yeah it's uh, I don't have as much content because it's you know summer is really where it's at for birds yeah obviously
0: yeah Seasonal bird update brought to you by <laughs> Barden. Toronto's favorite beard oil.
1: Bird oil. Bird...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Any last pressing thoughts for my idiot listeners?
1: Fun <laughs> by fast. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. Listen to our new record that comes out on Friday.
0: <laughs> I'll put a I'll put a link somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what's it coming out on?
1: Bandcamp. Good old That's Bandcamp.
0: Right. Bandcamp, it's great.
1: Bandcamp's the best. All right, I'll
0: put the Bandcamp link. And will you, are you putting a single on Spotify or it's anything? Ar-
1: there's already one. Oh, on Spotify. Uh, yeah, it might show up on Spotify at some point. We'll see. All
0: right, let me know when it does and I'll add it to the Knockout Ginger playlist. Awesome but aside from that i'll just link to the band camp
1: nice thank you
0: and um i said some stuff that's going to get cut out but i think we kept it fairly down the middle do you guys need to hear this before i post it i'm
3: okay i'm good,
0: I'm pretty good. yeah yeah
3: okay. I feel like we should talk more maybe maybe cut out the thing about queen's gambit so i don't lose gigs
2: so you don't lose gigs?
3: <laughs> what gigs? How <laughs> so many people that like chess these days? <laughs> I feel like I, I vibed someone that liked Queen's Gambit the other day and it didn't go well. Like, I, I felt some
2: I felt some energy. You felt, from, felt some pushback? Yeah.
0: After the first episode, I was like, what is this shit? Of course, I'm not gonna watch a show about chess. <laughs> uh, and then, like, the next episode started, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is my favorite show. <laughs> and like, I,
2: I, you know, inaccuracies will abound in any show about any subject. Um, you know, I, I, Sophie, and I recently watched Mighty Ducks 3. And uh, from, though I'm no hockeyist, from what I can tell, the hockey action in Mighty Ducks 3 is not entirely lifelike. Something tells um, me that flying V is not <laughs> cutting world Junior. cutting the cake and in, uh, in a professional setting.
3: You <laughs> do that in World Juniors.
2: Yeah. Why aren't they doing the V? Where's the knuckle puck?
0: <laughs> it's all real. It's all real footage. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: real quick though. Um every I'm a baseball's the only thing I love in the world. And um the Baseball movies, the action in baseball movies, is terrible. Kevin Costner looks awful throwing a baseball. Everyone just looks stupid. The only movie that does it right, and I would recommend everybody watch this movie, is Little Big League. Which is a Disney movie about a boy who is given the Minnesota Twins by his grandfather. And he names himself Manager. But everybody who acts in that movie, uh, is a former minor league ball player, a former or current major league baseball player, or an actual actor who had like lots of, uh, baseball skill. The lead in that Mike is, um, Danny Kincannon from, uh, West Wing. The reporter. The reporter.
0: Full
1: circle. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
2: and he's an amazing baseball player, and he does all of his own baseball moves, and he looks amazing. He's like, it's like so accurate to how baseball players look. That whole movie is just like perfect. I'll watch it. Yeah. What
3: about, I, I, uh, what? Eh? Oh, what about Moneyball?
2: Even that doesn't look that good.
0: I was gonna. Is there even that much baseball playing not in Moneyball? That much, but
2: when they do, it's not great. They don't look right. Hmm.
1: I don't know if this yeah. counts, but I watched The Sandlot recently, and I really liked it.
2: <laughs> I haven't seen The Sandlot in so long. And I'm, it's, perfect. Really it it's perfect. It is. It's
1: perfect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Sandlot one, and Mighty Ducks three, are the best sports movies. Mighty Ducks three is of all time. Unbelievable. So good. I mean, they're all good. It's hard to. It's really hard to pick a favorite, but there's something about. There's something about. Joshua Jackson being like an angsty teen. That's like really fun to watch.
2: And that other coach is so great. Like not Bombay. Very glad we got not talk about the Lady Daddy.